Recorded live. Craig Erickson. Hey. Hey, Eric, I sent those pictures back over to you. All right. Um, let me see. Okay. I'm looking up. The, um, the I forget the student's name that you said he's a non-traditional right now. I believe he's there with you or Todd. Yeah, his name's Tim Smith. You good? If you're interested, you can go ahead and talk with him about that. Um, that AT um, AT extender role or not extender role? It's going to be I forget the name of it. What? Ortho Tech 3? What's that? Did you say Ortho Do you mean the Ortho Tech 3? Yeah, that or it's not going to be. I don't think it's going to be an Ortho Tech 3, though. Um, that wasn't one of the roles that's probably going to get accepted, but that, that's the type of position it is. If you're interested, why don't you talk to him about it and see if you can, you know, maybe set up a small interview for yourself one day with him or just go, you know, briefly go over with him and then you know, squeeze an interest level. Okay, I'll do that. He's going to be interested. Uh, you know, I'm sure he's going to apply with UPMC, but I know he's going to be interested in whatever we have to offer. Okay. He really wants to be in a school, but I think that really what he wants and what he needs is, you know, is to get a job as soon as he's done. So. Sounds good. I'm looking at that picture and the the um, explanation. That's perfect. Okay. Thanks. Looking back on it, I think what he did was he just inserted the picture and left the arrow the same direction. So when you look at the old arrow, the right-handed throwers, they match. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. It makes sense. You'd think at this point now he would get the gist of everything. He probably could run people through this after all he's seen. It's <laughs> very best. Hey, everybody. Is it Craig and Eric? Correct. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Okay. Brian is ready to call in. Brian's there. We're here. We're all here. Hey, Brian. How's it going? I'm all right. Hi, Brian. This is Eric. I'm sorry? This is Eric. I just said hi, Brian. Yeah. How's it going? Okay. Well, today's topic is running clinic. Yeah. I think it's going to be relatively quick. Um, basically, what I wanted to go over with you guys is uh, we wanted to forego the spring process that we that we did last year, and we just want to try and go back to that traditional format last that we that we had the year before. Um, and I just looking. I just did a quick look at the calendar, and it, I, between the races, it looks like August fifth is going to be our opportunity. I believe that works. The breeze is the the next weekend, right, Brian? I'm pulling my calendar up right now. Give me half a second. 
think the breeze is the 12. Yeah, the breeze will likely be the 12th, and the uh, run around the square is the 26th. So I think the 5th is our best option, considered with us getting back into camp. I think we get back to camp, this would be the 14th. So this is probably our best bet. Um, when you said, um, Craig, that you wanted to go back to the year before, yesterday I sent some stuff over to Brian just so we remembered what had happened. And in 12, it was at Federal North. 13, it went to Riverhounds. 14, it went back to Federal North. 15, it went to the Science Center and was called the Runner's Summit. And then last year, it was the combination of going to the Science Center in the spring as the Fit Fest, and then you did the Cool Springs Clinic in August, I do believe. So there's been a lot of different models over the past few years. Which of those are you looking at, back to Federal North? Um, actually, Cool Springs. Cool Springs again? Okay. Cool Springs. And how many people came last year to Cool Springs? Roughly 50. So we had like 50, we had like 100, I think it's um, Science Center and like 50 at Cool Springs. So it ended up being about the same we normally see. And last year you changed the name of it for the second event to something like Functional Movement Screening for Runners? Yeah, we just did that because we because of that spring event. Okay, so, so that people were confused why they would come back a second time then. Yeah, I think we'll just, you know, we can... We can. Me and Eric's gonna are, are gonna do a follow up meeting after this, Mary Beth. But I think we're just gonna go back to the running clinic or or something similar. We may call it the summit. I kind of like the summit. And the one other change that I noticed when I pulled together the list was that it had been 8 a.m. to noon for a lot of years, and two years ago it went to 8 to 11 instead. But I think that part of that change was because it was at the Science Center, and they went public at 10 o'clock. So they said you can only have an hour to get your people out. Would you be looking at three hours or four hours? Um, three or four hours. So either 8 to 11 or 8 to 12? Yeah, I think 8 to 11 is nice. Three hours is nice because if you bring your last your last appointments in at 11, you know they're getting out at 12. So that's probably what we'll do. When you did Cool Springs and it was the movement assessments instead, did you have the doctors on site and all? And the... No, we, we did not, but we'll bring all that back. So basically you're going to resurrect what you've done at Federal North. Correct. As Let's far see. as the information table and you have treadmills and other kind of equipment and things there? Yeah, if you if you want to do a next steps with us maybe to come out, you know, if if, if there's an interest in anyone coming out and taking a look at this place, but it's it it's actually a true site for a running clinic compared to Federal North. Um what we can do and what we can offer is our we've already met with Frank briefly and Frank is the director of this facility out here. He had been on calls last year, I think. At Sports Performance. And he has um, the cryotherapy chamber that he could, you know, he's going to do discounted sessions for the day. And, uh, you know, they, there's a there's woodwork training uh, treadmills, and then there's also an unloading treadmill. So this is it, it's a true site to have a running clinic. And last year you gave up the T-shirts. I have to bring that up again. <laughs> Are they back or not? Um, I doubt they'll be back. But, okay. Um, I'll let you know. I'll um, talk to Wayne about it. 
I guess my one thought is since you've changed the format as many times, maybe they could go away and people, it was kind of a transition and not all of a sudden they come one year and it's all the same and then there is no shirt. That so much has happened that I don't know that anybody would be shocked to not get a shirt. Sure. What you did more do more recently, though, was to give out generic shirts that weren't dated so that you could use them year after year for other purposes. Because before that, they actually said the running clinic, correct? They had sponsors on the back, so you had to use them for that purpose? They did. They did. And if anything, we'll probably do something similar or look at, a, you know, look at what else we have. I mean, I would like to do a vendor-style event, too. We have the area to do it. We can bring in, you know, the, the vendors that... Um, you guys have worked with in the past, you know, probably right off the bat, I can tell you, Fleet Feet's not too far from here. Um, and I say here because I'm at Cold Springs right now. Um, and some other area, you know, we can contact some of the other area vendors and um, and, and reach out to them and, and have a nice little area for this also. What do you think about the postcard? Because every year we go back and forth, but no matter how far we get into the digital age, we always see that people do respond when they have something in their hand. Um, you know, I don't know what to say. I mean, Eric, you can you can definitely comment on this, but it seems like it's the only thing that really truly works for that age group of older runners. Um, you know, I'm okay with not doing it if, if that's a you know if it's a deal breaker. It's never a deal breaker. It's just um, figuring out what the zip codes are. I think Brian and I kind of looked at a map last year and tried to make sure that we were hitting the right zip codes because it's more of a balancing act, isn't it, Brian? You have X number of cards and you have X number of people, and now you have to find how they match. Basically, I mean, I have my databases of all like zip codes from the surrounding counties, and I can pair the number back leaving the target zip codes. Um, it's a bit of a process, but it's doable. Brian, let me ask you this. Do you have a do you have an email database that we could just send a specific email to to running clinic instead this year? Yeah, I mean if you'd rather do an, an email through a email marketing or whatever, um, we could very easily provide first name, last name, email address, probably about fifty thousand of them at this point. Eric, your thoughts? I'm good with whatever. I think that, um, you know, maybe you're using social media leading up to it to kind of use that as a heads up that, hey, this, you know, keep your eyes out. But then that, that mass email might be just the way to go. Um, you know, I, I think that the postcards do capture a certain group of people, but they're the same people that are looking for it every year. And maybe if they're getting that media some other way, they might, you know, we might wean that, that away as well, wean the you know, postcards away. Two things have changed, though, in recent years, and I'll bring that up. One is there used to be a page in the Summer Magazine, and there were 60,000 copies of that that people would be able to bump into the runner clinic details way before August, and that is no longer there for 60,000 impressions. And the other big change happened however many years ago, when there used to be the early bird registration mailing that gave you all the details and then the comprehensive went out and it gave you even more details, 
In the past few years, we've waited until September to send that one piece out as a runner's handbook. So people really aren't hearing from the race in print form before August as they would have, you know, 10 years ago, they would have gotten three pieces before then, the early bird, the comprehensive, and the postcard. Now, if you take away, and I don't need to talk you into the postcard, but do want to bring up the fact that as numbers have changed and things have shifted and this event has moved around and changed formats, and I don't know that it's a no-brainer that people just assume it's going to happen and know when and where, and we're not telling them in the summer magazine and the early bird like we would have 10 years ago. I think the one good thing coming out of this conversation today is I can tell you confidently, I think our our communications department is a lot stronger and has the ability to get the, get the message out a lot better than they could in the past. So I'm not, okay. not as concerned with not being able to get those postcards out. Um, we also have the Great Race e-blasts that come out that it has been included in the past, but it would definitely be a part of that again as far as a highlight of what's coming up. Um, the website right now is just in a holding pattern because we didn't know with the changes what it's going to be, but you're thinking now that this is close enough to be definite that some of that can go back up as the information we would have had from, I guess, 14 was back at Federal North, that kind of stuff that make it Cool Springs. Yeah, yeah, I think we're, it's fine. Okay. Um, I guess the other part of it is the sponsorship. I don't know, Craig and Brian, if you talked about that earlier, but isn't that kind of a linchpin for putting this up on the website and getting things going? Yeah, we talked about that briefly. Okay. Part of my agenda for this week is to finalize um, that paperwork and get it over to the to the necessary parties. Um so I'm hoping to have that wrapped up relatively soon. Okay. Um, let me see if there's anything else I have from other years for the clinic. Do we want to talk about community foot races just while everybody's together? Um, we can briefly. I talked to Frank about it, and we're going to use it more as a marketing base. And, you know, he's going to try and get people out and offer up stretching and things like that. Um, but I want to get him on the next call to kind of confirm that. Is Eric, there a way to use, I'm sorry, but is there a way to use them to recruit people for your August running clinic? Because we talked last year about maybe getting the table skirting that says you're AHN or to use it for more, as you're saying, marketing. But last year it still fell back to it was a table that was used for anybody that needed to have a cramp relieved, and there really wasn't a lot of identification. And I don't know that the people that you're sending as athletic trainers are necessarily there for the promotional end of it. Would you need to send a second person from marketing to be there as kind of the face of AHN? We've changed that direction. Uh, we've changed our job description. So there's going to be more senior-level athletic trainers at these events. Additionally, um, you know, with Frank's staff there that are there to stretch people, et cetera, the way we approach it, he actually, you know, he'll probably bring a portable table to that end or, or something from that scenario. He'll have, you know, some phone roll, rolls and things like that. And then he has pop-up signage that's a little bit better from the marketing piece. Additionally, I I have um, a table skirt that we could put on and, and put giveaways out. And so, if anything, maybe what 
what I would consider is, you know, the, the athletic trainers that are covering, maybe they would make ice packs and they would be more post-race, and then Frank would set up more pre-race. And can you give out the same freezy things that you do at the expo? Yep. Okay, so that would be your giveaway kind of stuff. And if there is signage even there at that booth to say, come see us on August 5th for this, you know, this extraordinary runner's clinic or whatever, there would be two races in June being the Greenfield Glide and the Riverview 5K within a week that you would be able to hit those runners. Um, the Brookline and Run Around the Square would be after the clinic. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, from that standpoint, we can do that. We can, you know, maybe we have, we can limit our communication down at the race. Actually, Frank, um, Eric, I don't know if you ever see it. He has a nice foam roll handout and, you know, a glute activation handout. Maybe we can use those types of things. Is there any carrot to dangle as far as what would happen there that if you came, you could, register to win something or meet somebody or um, you anything know, to make can, a difference? We can circle back around with Frank and see if he'd give away any recovery packages. He has massage here. He has um, he has uh, the cryo chair, the ther cryotherapy chamber, so maybe he could throw something in. I see the commercials all the time and see the cryotherapy stuff. It looks fun. It's cold. I, I like that guy's socks. <laughs> Okay, so possibly doing that there then. Um, but you're saying 8 to 11 a.m. is your time for it. Yeah, appointment-wise. Okay. Well. The only other thing I can think off the top of my head is registration. Um, can I wait to give you guys a, a definite? I'll talk to Frank. He may say we can just do registration through um, the Cool Springs office. Do they do that online? I don't know. I mean, if anything, an email address that would go directly to a person. So we could we could do one or two. I'll I'll look into it and see. But it won't be the same phone number that that has had some problems before with vacations and something. I'm, I'm hoping not because <laughs> we're doing a lot of other things with when they do it directly at Cool Springs. There's two office people there, so it's probably just going to be that Cool Springs office number. I guess for some of the stuff that we do with the e-blasts and electronically, if there is a link, you know, people are already doing something and might they be able to go and look at the times. But if it has to be a phone number, I think we've just found sometimes in the past that there's some going back and forth. I call you, I leave a number, you call me back, I have to pick a time, I have to call back you back. So if there is a way to do it online, um, I think that that would be an advantage for people to want to do it. And if there's anything different so that some of the people that have done it in the past see the advantage of coming back out. But geographically, you may be reaching a whole new group of people from the South Hills in Washington County that never wanted to travel to the north. <laughs> so, sure. um, it's nice to have a new new place to try that out. Yeah, we'll see. So he actually, back to registration, he uses a program called Mind Body. I mean, I'll, we'll, me and Eric will discuss with okay. him and see what the best route is, but I think, you know, we can touch upon that. I can definitely tell you it'll be better. I'm just not sure what we can commit to at this point. Okay. Well, I have a page of information I typed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
which I can share so everybody at least has some recollection of what this conversation was. But you're saying the next step is another meeting with a different group? Why don't we, um, Brian, why don't me and Eric will circle back around with Frank, pull him in, and then why don't you at some point in the near future we'll discuss you coming out and taking a look at this place? Yeah, that works for me. Okay. Okay. And I can tell you right off the bat, the parking situation is so much better, and, and it's a lot easier to get in and out. It's only a two-story building. We're on the second floor, so. Um, the free parking is back is one of the um, advantages of coming to this one, free parking. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Do you ever use a phrase that says just 10 minutes south of Pittsburgh, or how do you bill where Cool Springs is? Um, it's a good question. I don't know if there is anything to that to that language, but it literally is over the city limit border. I mean, it's it's just into Bethel Park. So, not far at all. As far as reaching some people that may not, I mean, you assume everybody knows exactly where it is. <laughs> if no, there's no, some I, way I to give it. And, and a lot of people don't know where it is, but yeah. we can pull communications in for that piece. Okay. Whether there's a map or something that's used as part of it to show people how close it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My grandmother lived in Bethel Park, so I used to drive by it all the time, so I know where it is, but um, I'm from the east, so... <laughs> Um, I don't know how many of my neighbors would know exactly where Cool Springs is. Okay. All right. Well, I have some notes here that I will stop doing what I'm doing now and type them up and send them to everybody so you at least have something that um, talks about what was talked about. Okay, great. All right, sounds good. Okay. All right. All right. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Thanks, everybody.